This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Did you know there was a Cool Ranch Dorito shortage during the COVID-19 pandemic, Jim? Could 2020 get any worse? Now, the marketing officer at Pepsi Foods Canada, who makes Doritos, Ian Adler, says the issue is Cool Ranch Doritos not quite popular enough heading into the pandemic so they didn't produce as much cool ranch as they did the other flavors so when people started rushing the stores and stocking up they ran out very quickly because all the other uh doritos they had a a bit of a stockpile right so your nacho cheese your uh your sweet chili heat i'm surprised cool ranch isn't yeah, I love all of them. I, cool Ranch is one of my faves for sure. I'm surprised it's not the most popular, to be honest. It's it's the worst. You think so? Cool Ranch is the worst Dorito flavor. Yeah. What? Sweet I guess chili Zesty heat is my favorite. Really? Is Zesty Zesty's your favorite? Zesty, meh. I've been I've been cheaping out on the chips. I like I at the start of it I was getting like I was buying so much junk food and then I would just get the ninety whatever the ninety nine cents yellow bag ones. Uh, that, those are my snacks. Doritos too expensive. The cheapies. <laughs> you got a budget in these uncertain times. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Here's the to- the top flavors are nacho cheese, sweet chili heat, and zesty cheese, followed by Cool Ranch. However, in Ontario, uh, Cool Ranch uh, is number three. So in Ontario, Cool Ranch is more popular than mm. in the rest of Canada. Let's ask Juan the Colombian, who's at the radio station as we broadcast from home here. What is your favorite Doritos flavor, Juan? Help us solve this once and for all. <laughs> well, it's it's not even here. They don't sell it here in Canada. That, does it have oh. to be from Canada or no? No. Oh, here goes Juan with his fancy <laughs> Colombian Doritos. No, it's actually it's actually. Well, I tried this in Miami, so it's it's called Doritos Flamas. So it's very similar Flamas. to yeah, it's very similar to a sweet chili. But it's uh-huh. a spicier, like it's it's more spicy. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's spicy. That's what that's what I do like about going, traveling is the different Dorito flavors you can find. I had in when America, I was in Las Vegas, yeah, yeah, in all over the world they have different different flavors. ones. Yeah, really, yeah. Like in Japan, there's some crazy Dorito flavors, like huh. squid and chocolate, and mm. all sorts <laughs> of weird stuff. There's Chocolate another one squid I had. sounds like the d- dirtiest word ever. <laughs> There's Chocolate. one in Colombian that is called dynamite. You got a chocolate squid last night? <laughs> well, well, they have they have those little dynamite ones here too. One, they're oh, like really? the rolled up Doritos. Yeah, yeah. 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 They look like takis. dynamitas or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh wow, like paquitas. Yep. Uh, Manny from Hamilton at in the Y108 studios. What is your favorite kind of Dorito? Uh, I would say bold barbecue. It's a weird one, but what? Yeah. What is yeah, it? Barbecue. I don't know if I've had that one. It's uh, it's in the purple bag. I love it. It's so good, man. Have any of you tried the the ketchup flavored? I know ketchup chips are big <laughs> no. in this country. Have you tried yeah, ketchup flavored Doritos? Mm-mm. They are good. No. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like Manny. Manny's a bit of a Dorito aficionado. I'm getting the sense. Like I'm trying not to be. Because it's so easy, <laughs> right? I mean, I'm packing on the pounds, man. Just trying to try not to get too tempted, but it's hard. What are your views on Cool Ranch, Manny? As as by the sounds of it, the expert in the conversation. Do you like the Cool Ranch? Uh, yeah, I like the Cool Ranch. Honestly, I'm not too picky. 
Uh, not a picky eater at all, but I'm I'm trying not to eat like chips, junk food. <laughs> but it's so tough when like there's Uber Eats, skip the dishes. Oh man. Oh man. Dude, I I, I got I got a, I got a delivery from Hasty Market, a local variety store, oh <laughs> three weeks ago. I, you know, I spent forty four dollars. <laughs> it was the, the, the bottom of the was, barrel. Somebody it was the bottom of the bong. Somebody yeah, speaking of bowls, a little, <laughs> a little bowl of something else before he placed that order. Justin Trudeau was lost for words when asked about uh, how Donald Trump is handling things in the U.S. You've been reluctant to comment on uh, the words and actions of the U.S. president, but we do have Donald Trump now calling for military action against protesters. We saw protesters tear gas yesterday to make way for a presidential photo op. I'd like to ask you what you think about that. And if you don't want to comment, what message do you think you're sending? Trudeau's thinking about it. Still thinking about it. Is he going to say something? Nope. No, yeah, nope. Still thinking. Exasperated. We all watch in horror and consternation what's going on in the United States. It is a time uh, to pull people together, but it is a time to listen. 21 seconds, almost 22 seconds is what it took Justin Trudeau to finally answer that question. And I think his... His silence speaks volumes. He answered the question more by not saying anything for 21 seconds than he would have if he just started talking uh, immediately after the reporter asked the question. Do you guys realize how long 21 seconds is? Jim, you've got some examples for us here. What can you mm -hmm. accomplish in 21 seconds? Joey Chestnut could have eaten three hot dogs. 3.5, actually, to be exact, Taz. Three and a half. Wow. It's a mm -hmm. lot. It's a lot of dogs. A lot of processed meat <laughs> to ram down your throat in 21 seconds. What else could you uh, get done? Uh, Guinness Book of World Records uh, holder Felix Zemdegs could solve a Rubik's cube in seven uh, seven times. Seven times seven in 21 times? seconds. Uh, you could run the 200 meter dash in the Olympics. A, I can't solve a Rubik's cube without taking the stickers off of it. <laughs> <laughs> that guy could solve it seven times in 21 seconds? Holy Takes him cow. four seconds. You <laughs> what could, else? You could, you could, both the men and the women could run 200 meters in the Olympics. In 21 seconds. Wow. Mm -hmm. I've got one for you here. 21 seconds is longer than Jimmy Page's guitar solo in Led Zeppelin's Whole Lot of Love. You've been reluctant hmm. to comment on uh, the words and actions of the U.S. president, but we do have Donald Trump now calling for military action against protesters. We saw protesters tear gas yesterday to make way for a presidential photo op. I'd like to ask you what you think about that, and if you don't want to comment, what message do you think you're sending? We all watch in <laughs> horror and consternation what's going on in the United States. Yeah, 21 seconds is a long time, man. It's, I'm telling you, you can get a lot done in 21 seconds. It's, it's long enough for you to have an epic morning pee.
You've been reluctant to comment on uh, the words and actions of the U.S. president, but we do have Donald Trump now calling for military action against protesters. We saw protesters tear gas yesterday to make way for a presidential photo op. I'd like to ask you what you think about that, and if you don't want to comment, what message do you think you're sending? We all watch in horror and consternation what's going on in the United States. That is how long it took Justin Trudeau to answer that question about about Donald Trump yesterday. And I get it. Like he, he probably in his head, he's thinking, God, I really don't want to deal with a phone call from the president of the United States today. Yeah. What can I say that is not going to get his attention? Hmm. Whatever he did was going to be the headline news for Canada for the next 24 hours. It's his response. And then, as you can tell by the 21-second pause, is the headline now. Yeah. I don't want Don to call me from his bunker. Uh, what can I say here uh, that won't make him mad at me? Mm. 21 seconds. What could you get done in 21 seconds? You tell us what you need to do. So why are you out here today? Because we feel like it's our duty to not only stand up for justice, but to also stand up for our city by helping to uh, clean it up and rebuild it. I want y'all to look at the person next to you, and I want y'all to tell that person I love you. I love you. Us joining them in a symbolic way to kind of recognize what had happened, that's the least we can do. Recognizing some of the positivity during the protests in the United States. A lot of peaceful protests going on. Easy to forget with the chaos that you're seeing on the news and on social media. Uh, yesterday on the Taz and Jim Social media accounts. We took part in the in the blackout. We muted our social media accounts. We posted the uh, the black screen, and we got varying degrees of feedback for doing that, Jim. Basically, here's the two sides. Jake says, "What is the point of this? Raising awareness. We are aware. Supporting the movement. How?" Seems like the easiest way to make people feel good about themselves. Changing your profile pic does absolutely nothing. If you want to help, get out there and do something. Elizabeth says, It's showing support. Not all of us are able to go protest or donate to the cause, but we are showing our support in every way we can. Yeah. And some other comments from people saying, oh, you guys, you know, this isn't helping the situation. Uh, it's causing confusion. That was, we didn't put the hashtag Black Lives Matter mm -hmm. in there. There was some confusion because people were using that and protesters, people in the cities that are affected down in the states, they couldn't get information because their feeds were just bombarded if they were searching hashtag Black, Black Lives Matter yesterday with all these images of the, uh, the blacked out screens. But, you know, as, as white people, we decided to do this because we want to show support. Also, um, what did we have to add to the conversation yesterday, Jim? Really? It's, it's nothing. 
In yeah, fact, exactly. I, I've heard a lot like, you know, now is not the time, <clears throat> you know, for white people to speak. Uh, it's time for them to listen. So I think that I think was the overall general message for, I think, white people who are posting it and, and other other people who are posting it. Right. And we weren't sure. Oh, to be honest, we had a discussion before the show started yesterday. Should we do this? Should we black out uh, the, the social media pages? And then uh, Manny, uh, who works with us uh, in the Y108 studios in Hamilton, he said, guys, I think you should do it. Manny said, I've encountered racism in my life. He's of Indian descent. And he said it would mean a lot to me if you guys did it. Done. That's that's all it takes, man. And we got a great. This is this is what makes it all. It's just one message makes it all worthwhile here. And we got one from Steve Nurse, uh, one of our listeners. He says, "Hey guys, as a visible minority and black male living in southwestern Ontario, I've had many experiences with profiling, discrimination in retail stores, as well as on the street by police, employees, security, segregation of races in cities." and small towns still exist mainly due to fear and lack of knowledge racism isn't born it's taught this has to stop that way of thinking has to stop it's time for learning learning in schools uh, at home about tolerance different cultures genders women's rights we need to teach our children that everyone is equal regardless of race we are all human and equal we need to expose racism racism where wherever it hides and be the change we want to see in the world. Thank you, Taz and Jim, for your support. Peace sign emoji, heart emoji. Worth it. Done. Yeah. Right? And is that not a civil response? <laughs> like, you know, and I was shocked by so the angry. number of white people that were commenting. This is the, the people complaining were white people on, on the. Uh, in the comments section on our social media pages. And it's, guys, you're missing the point. Like, wh why do you feel the need to complain about this? It's not, it's not your role. It's not your, it's not your, uh, your movement to complain about. Yeah. And by the way, if posting a black square does nothing to help the cause, then commenting on the black square does even less with, <laughs> with hatred, you know? So. <laughs> I get it. People are upset and people are lashing out. And, like, so much is going on right now. You can almost understand, you know, the frustration and stuff. But, like, you know, let's let's send some peace and love out there. And, like, it's the bare minimum we can do is just send yeah. out good vibes. Is it hurting you that much that we mm -hmm. posted it? Because, obviously, we had we had people listening yesterday who appreciated the gesture. And those are the people that we did it for. So... It's not like we uh, we got out a power drill in front of a, a storefront that had been damaged by rioters, Jim, and pretended to be helping, and they got back into our Mercedes. I was and posted that on our Instagram. <laughs> I was absolutely disgusted by this video, but it looks to be an Instagram influencer, a young, beautiful woman who you see her with a drill, and I was like, "Oh, she's helping board up a business." But then you see her looking over towards uh, what you would call an Instagram husband, the guy who's always taking pictures of his girlfriend or whatever. She goes, thank you so much to the guy, hands him back his drill, the guy who was also boarding up his own business, gets back into a Mercedes-Benz, takes off. She was there for 20 seconds and posted yeah. online like she was like really contributing. Well, good news. She's been fired from her job for it. Oh, they, they, they canned her because, uh, because she did that. So 
that is just so like there's worse things happening out there but that that kind of mentality is so disappointing sure and i do understand you know sometimes on facebook on social media people try to make it all about them and when something happens bad in the world they take that and try and use it to get attention for themselves that is not what we were doing yesterday we did it to show support and we are glad that some of you uh appreciated that and got the message the annual Taz and Jim Dad Bod pageant underway. We're taking entries at both fm96.com and y108.ca. Somebody's going to be named Mr. Dad Bod 2020 and be featured in the Dad Bod calendar that we're putting together. Also, you could win uh, some meal planning from our friends at Keto Librium just to tighten up the Dad Bod a little bit. Now, we have a gallery of some of the entries we've already received on the websites as well. And I feel like we're getting trolled here because the names of the entrants so far are amazing. I, I Earlier, Jim, was talking about this one picture we got. It's a, uh, a dude on the construction site. He's got some tight jeans on, no shirt, safety vest, bandana around his neck, and a hard hat on. Sawzall slung over his shoulder, and he's looking just longingly into the camera. This guy's name is Dennis Morewood. No, it's not. Dennis Morewood. Or is that your middle name in the street you grew up on? <laughs> Porn star name, Dennis name of Morewood. Your first cat, whatever it is. Uh, I hope that's. I hope that's his real name, though. It's perfect. Oh. Okay, here, here's another guy, and he's wearing he's he's out on his back deck. He's wearing his swim trunks. This is a classic dad look. He's got a pair of swim trunks on, but he's wearing black socks with running shoes with his swim trunks. <laughs> <laughs> and this guy's name is Dylan Blackwood. No, it's not. That can't be his name. And here, this guy. Uh, is the the dude in the the Christmas the Santa hat who's wearing a green thong uh, and a Christmas sweater, pointing his butt towards the camera. His name is Dustin Hancocks. I okay, this is out of control. I had to. I just Facebooked Dustin Hancocks. That's his real name, Taz. Yeah. It's re- these are not made up. Dennis Morewood. Uh, I didn't get that one. I wonder if it's like a chicken or the egg. Is <laughs> what came first, the desire to look like a dad bod porn star, or the name? You know what I mean. Like if your name is that, you may like go down that path to be that kind of guy. <laughs> All these guys have porn star names. Here's another entry. This guy has an epic ZZ Top style beard. He's wearing, these are his work jeans. I can tell these are the jeans he puts on on the weekend when he's getting some some chores done, when he's chorny around the yard. And his name is Chris LaBeouf. Chris LaBeouf. Which translates to Chris the Beef, (laughs) if I do remember correctly. LaBeouf cake. Yeah, we got some. We got some strong contenders here out of the gate for Mister Dadbod twenty twenty. One final one before we get out. Rob Lickman, and that's a real name too because he tweets us every once in a while. Yeah, we know Rob. <laughs> hey, whatever you're into, you know. 
Look at what Rob's wearing. He's done like the the Daisy Duke. He's tied a knot in his T-shirt to make it look like yeah. he has a bikini top on. The majority of, the, of these dad bod pictures have been sent to us from the job site, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Another hard hat in that picture <laughs> on Rob Lickman. Take a shot. If you've got a great dad bod you think the world needs to see, uh, head on over to y108.ca or fm96.com and enter now. We are going to be uh, uh, featuring some of these contestants on the show and online leading up to Father's Day. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.